like a shooting star shining high above northern Africa before finally disappearing into the stardust of history. One of the most talented, misunderstood, and unappreciated animals of all time, this is the Atlas Bear. Did you ever feel so bad inside? Welcome to Extinction Event. <laughs> that was the most uh, energetic welcome I think I've ever heard you do. Who's the... Uh, welcome to the show. Who's the circus guy? Barnum? P.T. Yes. Barnum. That's what it flashed before my eyes. It almost looked... That. It sounded like I had a top hat on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the show, Jack. Thank you. Before we started, I wanted to just say that this could be a little graphic, this episode. and Warning. It's a warning. If there's young, very young people listening, maybe you don't want to listen or listen first and see if it's... I'm pretty sure they didn't want to listen before this started. Yeah. I just... We're going to talk about some stuff that might be a little gory, a little disturbing. For me, it was when I wrote it down. How many times did you audibly gasp when we are when you were researching this? <laughs> Three times. Three times. Damn. Uh so there's that. And also I have a little surprise for you. Okay. If you look to your left, <laughs> I have I'm turning my head. I'm turning your head. I have put a I've printed out a picture of the Atlas Bear. What looks like you got from Wikipedia. <laughs> the internet was responsible for this, but uh, I thought maybe if you could see it this time, it might be different for you. I don't know. Well, yes, it, it does. What I'm looking at, if you could just close your eyes and imagine a bear, and that's what I'm looking at. <laughs> it's just a bear. But it is a regular looking bear. It looks like maybe its belly is a little bit lighter. Ah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So imagine a regular looking bear with a belly that's a little bit lighter. <laughs> and that's what I'm looking at. Are you terrified? I will. I think we might have talked about this before, but like one of the scariest images is uh -huh. a bear with no fur. With no fur. It's scary. And it's not just like a cat that got wet. You know, cats when they get it's wet. It's unrecognizable as a bear. Mm -hmm. And that's yes. what makes it scary. Yes. Look it Google up. Google it. I think we've already talked about yeah. this. Um, well, that's the Atlas Bear, and uh, it's there if you need it. <laughs> Thank you for this reference. <laughs> if I forget what a bear looks like, I I can quickly look to my left. Okay. <laughs> Let's get started. The Atlas Bear, also called an African bear, this was the only bear native to Africa. It lived in the Atlas Mountains. Those are at the northwest tip of Africa, spanning through Morocco and Libya. This was also the home of the Barbary lion that we did an episode on last season. Mm -hmm. So they both lived in the same mountain range. Most of what we know about them is from a couple eyewitness accounts and some small remains of the bears found in caves. From that evidence, we think it was a small, dark brown bear with a reddish underbelly, mm. as you noticed in the picture. Thank you, Wikipedia. 
I don't. <laughs> its size could have been anywhere from 100 to 1,000 pounds. That's just a, a small range difference there. <laughs> That's how little we know about the bear because we have so few accounts of it. We really don't know how big it was. Well, it's probably either this big or 10 times that <laughs> size. You take your kid to the doctor and they're like, how tall do you think he's going to be? Well, he's either going to be six feet or 60 feet. <laughs> it was probably on the smaller size, somewhere between 200 and 500 pounds, closer to the size of an American black bear. Mm -hmm. So a smaller bear. Okay. But we don't know for sure. Uh, Atlas bears often get classified as a subpopulation of brown bears, but DNA evidence suggests that it might have been more closely related to polar bears. So we really don't know. Ooh, that, that's got to ruffle some feathers. <laughs> Somebody brought that up at a meeting. Said this person's crazy. Polar bears. So we just don't know, and we're not even really sure how, how they got there. Africa did have prehistoric bears, but those were from a completely different branch. They're nothing like these bears. It's possible that they migrated over from Europe using a land bridge, or they might have even swam over. Hmm. But who knows? They were primarily herbivores. Isn't that unusual for a bear to be just an herbivore? They are primarily herbivores. Uh, Wouldn't it, okay, if they're primarily... But they also eat meat. They do. Wouldn't that be an omnivore? Yeah, it would be. But the majority of their diet is going to be nuts and berries and roots. Okay. And maybe fish. But I think all bears are capable of eating some meat. As far as the Atlas bear, we're probably talking about carrion. So just dead mm. animals or small mammals. But they're still eating like moths and berries and honey out of pots yeah primarily the honey out of pots right yeah no they're eating all those things i'm just saying look i didn't do a lot of research about bears i don't know what the percentage of fruits and nuts is compared to animal carcasses and okay. but use it you know primarily herbivore right tendencies they don't they're not really looking to eat us they uh, you know yeah should we just bring up Grizzly Man right now? Or <laughs> That's where my mind went right away. Yeah, I mean, that that's the moral of, not really the moral of Grizzly Man, but that was, you know, he should have been paying attention that these were very, very hungry bears, and that makes him a target. Because normally, you're not a target. Normally not. Human bear history goes way back. We're talking 60,000 years back. There is evidence of bear worship from back then, and there are bear drawings in caves dating back to 30,000 years ago. We think humans started taming bears as far back as 6,000 BC, and they were being used as entertainment in royal households 4,000 years ago. We have a long history. That's interesting that, like, even today, when you think of tamed bears, it's only for entertainment. Some animals, they get domesticated, and then they're laborers. Some animals uh, are just there for entertainment. Yeah. But, I yes, it is interesting that they're, like, these are entertainers, and we knew that. They're natural entertainers. Right. That's the surprising part. <laughs> like, uh, that it would be a different story if it was, like, an oxen, like, oh, we're going to domesticate this. And it's hilarious. <laughs> 
Instead, it's just a hard worker. I'm sure there was an oxen who wanted to be a performer. Yeah, it was against his nature, though. But he, he did it. All right. But that's just bears in general. What about the Atlas bear? Pliny the Elder, Herodotus, and others actually write about these bears, but they refer to them by a different name. They call them Libyan, Berber, and Numidian bears, uh, which is one of the reasons I think it was hard to find information about these bears. That name, Numidian, comes from an ancient kingdom called Numidia that was located in parts of modern-day Algeria, Tunisia, and Libya, so a big part of the Atlas Bear Range. The accounts mention that 100 Numidian bears were exhibited in a Roman circus in 61 BC. The same time? Probably over a long time. It's probably know. It's probably like fireworks. You're not going to shoot them all off at the same time. If you got 100 bears, yeah, it, I, it's like, here's a bear, here's a bear. Right, here's right, a bear. right. It might happen over a couple days or something. Uh -huh. I don't know. It would be pretty cool to see 100 trained bears doing something right? eating people these are fighting if it's in a roman roman circus not necessarily huh okay they're likely both okay they were displayed in circuses but also in the gladiatorial games and hunts and for the execution of criminals in those later examples the bears are usually starved to get them to be more aggressive if it's like an execution or something. Well, any of it. If it's um, you're fighting against another animal or you're trying to execute a criminal, again, they're primarily herbivores. So if you put a bear out there who's eating a bunch of berries. He's not going to want to kill anybody. He's going to be like, go away. I'm full on blueberries. Right. Also, Charlemagne, you know. I've uh, heard of Charlemagne. Yeah, yes. I don't know, he's a king of a bunch of peoples and eventually the Romans. He supposedly received a Numidian bear as a gift from an African king in the year 801, which he kept in his menagerie. Hmm. So we have a lot of accounts of the Numidian bear. And also, they were hunted for sport. Charlemagne's menagerie. Yes. Thinking of opening a store. <laughs> Charlemagne's menagerie. How yes. can I help you? Why, yes, we do have a Numidian bear in stock. <laughs> Just got it. How is he at executing people? Is he? Honestly, I have no idea what the store is for. We just like <laughs> answering the phone and saying Charlemagne's menagerie. Atlas, Numidian, and just bears in general have been prominent features of traveling circuses and street performances throughout the world, really. Bears were trained to perform a variety of tricks, often called bear walkers or dancing bears. They were trained to do your basic stuff like dancing, juggling, tumbling. But what people really loved to see was bears doing human things. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, for like juggling. <laughs> <laughs> for instance, in Russia, the bears were trained to do things like... Pay taxes. It, Imitate judges in a court. What? Country girls looking at the mirror and hiding their faces from boys. A mother cooking and feeding her son. Soldiers marching with sticks instead of rifles and pushing baby carriages. Uh, and obviously, they'd also drink wine and beer. But wow. Yeah. 
okay, you have to imagine if this has been going on for a thousand years, right? This is an eight, 800 that this is happening and 1800, it's still happening. So in a thousand years of bear circuses, there's got to be like a few really standout bears, like Meryl Streep type bears. Yeah. Who just nail it at the country girl looking at the mirror. <laughs> Do you think there was any like critics who gave like the performance last night by this bear was outstanding? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tickles, <sighs> what? You're on in five. I know when I'm on. <sighs> You've ruined my concentration. <sighs> How did I get here? I played Macbeth, and now I'm here dressed as a schoolgirl playing hopscotch, <sighs> riding around on unicycles for these drunken buffoons. Put it away, put it away, Tickles. You're a professional, that's what separates you from these animals okay now go out there channel that ugly country girl look in that mirror and find shame shame okay <sighs> i'm ready <laughs> so obviously these tricks required a lot of training and in poland and france they even had what was called bear leading leading schools where bears learn these tricks usually from talented gypsies. And at these schools, the bears even had final examinations where they were judged in front of a panel and uh, based on how they performed, you know, were offered up for sale. That's a th I'm not making this up. They had, it was like Bear Juilliard. <laughs> yes. What? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. This isn't celebrated enough. It's like cruel that we're not continuing this. Well, that's uh, as a reason I put an explicit <laughs> warning on <laughs> this episode. So before you... It just seems like if it was that serious, the bears had to have some involvement. Bears had to have some, you know, want. Yeah. Well, we'll find out, won't we? I guess so. The gypsies? They kept talking about the gypsies. I it was gypsies all... were like the ultimate bear teachers mm -hmm. in drama and comedy. Five, six, seven, eight. Welcome to the Gypsy School of Dancing and Performing Arts for the Bears. A lot of you bears were probably pretty big shit back in your hometowns. Well, well you're what? not anymore. Who said that? You there. Yep. Were you the one who said what what? Well, I was the best bear performer at my bear school. Best performer at your yeah. bear school. <laughs> you know where we are now? You're nothing. In England, bears were trained to do tricks as well. Uh, but England was more infamous for its blood sports and bear gardens uh, that were popular from the 16th I think you're mispronouncing that. It's beer gardens. No, it is. It's bear gardens. Beer gardens. It's a bear garden. Have you never heard of a bear garden? <laughs> Apparently not. So these were popular from the 16th to the 19th century. That's a long time. Yeah. So a blood sport 
is simply entertainment that involves shedding blood. Hmm. <laughs> and the bear gardens were circular arenas where they would uh, pit a bear against another animal. And to get the bear all riled up, they did what's called bear baiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they just mess with it a bunch until it got real angry. It was probably pretty hungry, too. They tie it to a pole in the arena, and then they'd... Re- See, I would tie it to a pole first, then get it angry. <laughs> they might have. I might get that, got that backwards. Okay. <laughs> it's a lesson you have to learn one time. <laughs> it's, and it's tied up on the pole. They release usually a bunch of dogs, and they just keep releasing those dogs until they're exhausted, wounded, or worse. Mm, dead? Yes. That's bear baiting? So it's just a- No, no, no. Bear baiting is just, you know, messing with them, maybe beating them. Uh, Poking them. Yeah. Getting them real pissed off. Yeah. And then they release the dogs. Yeah. So it's get them angry and then watch them fight some dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> Hold on, guys. I got to go bait this bear, get him ready to kill some dogs. <clears throat> All right, buttercup, you son of a bitch. Roar. <laughs> Oh, this is a joke to you? How about it smack? Oh, what are you poking with a stick again? I just smacked Wallace, you, but I could poke Wallace, you. Come on. This is this is getting old. What is it? Poke, beat. Get angry, get angry. It annoys me more than it angers me, is what I'm saying. I, How about one of this? With your yeah, boot on the pot. Boot on the yes. I honestly I don't even notice when you do that. It doesn't. Okay, that doesn't make you angry, no, huh? What doesn't... if I called you stupid? I what what are we? Middle school? Okay, well, okay. I guess people will pay money to come see an annoyed bear come fight some dogs. Well, yes, g- that seems some... like a good idea. We would do this every day, Wallace. Give me something to work with here. I I don't no, have any no, motivation. No. no, it's fine. You're yeah. the great actor. Well, yes, I'm Who the one that they get angry at things. Okay, okay, I'll uh, just leave you alone, and you could get. Uh, well, thank you, Wallace. I appreciate that. What's this here? What do you have? What is that? The Times newspaper. Seems oh. to be what review. Review. Oh, it's a review of your latest performance. Uh, it seems here that Buttercup's latest is nothing more than a yarn wrapped in fur, wrapped in boring, and well, it just goes on like this. That I'll leave you here. Wallace? Yes? Give me a dog to kill right now. There. Let me out. Get me out of this damn cage. He's ready. And the Paris Garden in London is the most famous bear garden. And at one point, they had 20 bears and 70 mastiffs. Mastiffs? Yeah. A mastiffs and old English bulldogs were the preferred dogs to use. To fight bears. Right. This was popular entertainment for hundreds of years. It's kind of disturbing. Yeah. It's a little weird. What happens today is what dog fighting is. This is what cock fighting is. Animal fighting. Humans are You put bets on it. It's it's just something to gamble on. Yeah. Just as a side note, they also tied monkeys to bulls and horses' backs and- set them into the bear garden. And I don't know, it doesn't seem that bad, but I just found that really disturbing. I It goes to uh, the, the circus thing, right? That where people's favorite thing was to see them doing human things, you know? 
It's it, yeah. It, so right. you, you put a monkey on the horse and be like, hey, this is like Look a person. Yeah. Now, Going wouldn't it be battle. funny if we saw a person get killed by a bear? <laughs> but we're not savages. So, it's so here's a monkey. <laughs> it it didn't even stop just with other animals. I also found out during the research that you know that mental hospital bedlam, mm-hmm. that famous one. Yeah, yeah you heard yeah. of that? Yeah. So people would, lines would form outside of Bedlam where people would just go to look and gawk at the inmates. It's crazy. Basically, have you ever given a bunch of fireworks to some teenage boys? No, I would never do that. Because there's a certain kind of energy where it's like you fire off a couple fireworks and that's fun. And then you go... What can we blow up next? <laughs> because exploding things isn't enough. That's basically that. Take that energy. That's everybody throughout history. And we're still like that now. We just hide it. That's right. We hide it better. So, <sighs> oh, let's go explode some animals. Let's go explode some people. It's just entertainment. <sighs> I told you this was a messed up episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, Also... Bear wrestling has been a thing throughout human history. Usually the bears are declawed and muzzled, so it's not really that much of a fight. But But do you think in uh, some of these gypsy schools of bear training, you could like fast track to just the wrestling? (laughs) Yes. Do you think they were picking out like, "Mm, this one, (laughs) this one's a wrestler. This one, though, got comedian written all over him. (laughs) Oh, man. Extinction Event is sponsored by Prehistoric Times Magazine. Melissa, are you a fan of history? Yes, I am a fan of history. Garbage. All of it. All of it. All of it. Really? Yeah, nobody's into that anymore. You know what everybody's into right now? Tell me. Prehistory. Prehistory. Prehistory's mystery, man. Uh. Think about it. Who wants to know about stuff that's already been recorded? <laughs> what you need is someone who's blazing a trail into the times when nobody could possibly know what was happening. I'm talking, of course, Prehistoric Times uh. magazine. This is where you get up-to-date information on stuff that happened millions of years ago. <laughs> Plus, you get wicked cool drawings and fan art, and like there's all sorts of crazy stuff in this magazine, including an ad for Extinction Event. An ad for Extinction Event? Made by yours truly. Uh, I can't wait. I haven't gotten the newest issue yet. It might be out by the time this is out. I can't wait to see it. Prehistoric Times, the only place to get breaking news on everything dino and... Megafauna... Mostly dino stuff. Mostly dino. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's a trip. Tell you what. (laughs) Thank you, Prehistoric Times Magazine. Luckily, the blood sports started going out of fashion, and they were banned in many places by the 1800s. However, bear baiting, that's when... You try and get them real angry. Mm-hmm. Still goes on under the radar to this day. Uh, I think Pakistan still does it. And it was happening in North America as recently as 2010. 
When? Where was that? I don't know specifically where, mm. but it it's still going on, just not as much. So bears will continue to be a big part of traveling circuses, big ones and small street ones. They're still performers like their ancestors. Yes. yes. But life for performing bears could be pretty bad. This is like what I was saying earlier. Mm. They were separated from their mothers as babies, chained up or put in cages most of their lives. They had a poor diet. They were given alcohol and beaten to keep them submissive. So it's uh, a might... regular actor. <laughs> it's a good laugh, but it's a kind of a shitty life for mm. those bears. Today, though, humans are mostly over their bear performing phase. But Paris had bear leaders. Those are the teachers as recently as the 1960s. And in many other places, bears were performing well into the 1990s. And uh, you could actually book a bear for a house party in Los Angeles up until this or last year, I think. You come, do a couple jokes. (laughs) Maybe a monologue, give you his headshot. <laughs> it's called networking. Okay. Uh, and in Russia, it just kind of never stopped. They're training them to skate, ride motorcycles, you name it. They're still doing that. Uh, they even have modern day bear celebrities. There's Steph. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's Stefan, Masha, Senya, rest in peace. And the Shishkin Bears. Are we just going to skip over your rest in peace? (laughs) Sinya was a big celebrity bear who's no longer with us. What happened? I didn't look that up. Um, But I'm I'm assuming, oh, you know, it might have been, there was one that was supposed to be like a really tiny bear, real small. Uh Uh-huh. And um, I think it might have been that one. I know one of the bears that was really small was trying to get in the Guinness Book of World Records for being the smallest bear, and that one died before it could be for Guinness to get to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tragedy. The celebrity bears of Russia. <laughs> yeah, that it's kind of like Tiger King. Yes, Real Housewives plus Tiger King, celebrity bears of Russia. Yeah, because you can't get a tiger to do human... I'm trying to get those bears in L.A. a break, okay? (laughs) If you're a producer and you're looking for that next big idea, go for it. All right, back to the Atlas Bears. Uh, That was just a... A side note. A side note on performing bears, which you have to assume included the Atlas Bears. Mm-hmm. Because we're all doing it. It wasn't just one place. Been doing it for a long time. Yeah. So based off of what little information we have on the Atlas Bear, we know humans have hunted, captured, tamed, and used them as entertainment for a few thousand years. But they're mostly just thrown in with bears in general. And the very existence of a bear in Africa kind of becomes the stuff of legends. We have those early accounts, but those kind of get forgotten. Uh, And even though there are specific records of Atlas bears at Marseille Zoological Garden in 1830 and at the Tower of London's Menagerie, it's not until an English officer named Crowther or Crowther. Is this a very famous English author that we're just butchering the name? 
this is the thing about Crowther. This is like the Atlas bear guy. This bear, the Latin name, is even... It's like Ursus Actros Crowther. Okay. But it's they, named after him. Yeah. He's like the man. But no matter where I looked, I couldn't find this guy's first name. Couldn't find any information about him. Just that he's an English officer. Who is this guy? He's a mystery. He is. He gives us one of the most in-depth accounts of the bear. And that's because he finds a dead female Atlas bear in the 1840s. And so he describes it. And most of the information we know is from that bear. And um, Imagine becoming an expert because you found a dead something. <laughs> well, it was a big deal. They didn't think bears were in Africa. And so because of that, the scientific community finally starts to recognize it again, basically. And also that specimen, they didn't save it. Well. Of course. Probably got hungry. And over the years, hunters and travelers will vouch for the bear's existence and eventually will find actual remains. One traveler noted that an Arab hunter brought him the skin of one of those bears and also showed him a wound in his leg, which he had received by the animal having launched a stone at him while he was pursuing it. That's interesting that the bear threw a stone instead of... It's probably trying to juggle. (laughs) Do some evasive juggling. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, One publication noted that to escape, it will reverse into an ant hole. When it emerges, it does a somersault and strikes. If speared, it can turn on the attacker and rip up his leg. Two, three, four. (laughs) Do it again. Ant hole. Tumble. Tumble. Spear. Reverse. Uh, Also, there's reports from locals who lived near the Atlas Mountains that said that the animal was real, but that they rarely saw it anymore. Oh, sure, yeah, them bears are real. (laughs) Don't come around here no more. Nope. Too big in the britches, if you ask me. Used to put on real nice shows around here. Oklahoma, Sound of Music. Now he's out there wherever, making them movies. I once saw Bear, who did Music Man, put me to tears. He asked me, he's throwing away his talent. You can't see it on the big screen. Really appreciate it. So yeah, you want to know if he's real? Yeah, real as the tears that came out of my eyes. Okay, so yes, we don't obviously know a ton about these bears, but by the mid-1800s, it looks like they're already on their way out. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the curtains are starting to close. Yeah. Final number. I don't want to get too detailed about the inevitable demise of the Atlas bear because it's very similar to the Barbary lion. And we already talked about that. <sighs> uh, Completely forgot. <laughs> They lived in the same mountains, and they both were dealing with the same stuff. Basically, more humans, more farming. Habitat loss. Hunting. Hunting. More European hunters. You know. Yeah. Same thing. And basically, all their acting experiences worth nothing in the real world. 
They can't be reintroduced. <laughs> Into the wild. Right. <laughs> Just like a real actor. <laughs> oh, my God. Where where was I? Uh, so basically not long after the scientific community recognizes these bears, they're pretty much already gone. In 1870, however, they do find one in the Atlas Mountains in northern Morocco, and they kill it. Ugh, I was <laughs> going to say it, and then I'm like, no, maybe this time. They, and then before I could even finish the thought. <sighs> the remains are not salvaged. It was not given a name. Well, they didn't have time, obviously. <laughs> This was the last known specimen ever. And there are no museum specimens. Hmm. All we have are remains from caves, bones and caves. Okay. So that was probably it. And I couldn't find an official declaration that the Atlas bear went extinct, which is very interesting. Hmm. Opening Be door for conspiracy theory. Yes. Because sightings of the bear continue to this day but this is interesting okay they're not really of the atlas bear they're of what's called the nandy bear have you heard of the nandy bear um no and i can't think of a joke even though it name begs to have a joke right sounds like dandy bear oh yeah i guess that could be it oh look at the little nandy bear jack yeah. Have you heard of cryptozoology? Um, I've heard those words, but not in that order. Cryptozoology is the search for and the study of animals whose existence is disputed, mm. like the Loch Ness Monster, for example. Oh. So people think that the Nandy Bear is actually an Atlas Bear and that it's somehow avoided extinction. But here's the thing, those sightings are usually near Kenya, uh-huh. and Kenya is uh, a long ways from the Atlas Mountains, so I'm not really sure how it would have got there. Probably walking. I guess it could have danced. <laughs> <laughs> and it's named after the Nandi people who live there. It's said to be a scary, powerful carnivore with a sloping back. Well, that doesn't sound like our bear. This uh, description also sounds a lot like a hyena. Hmm. So, so I don't know. I don't know why they didn't say it's officially extinct. I don't know if they're just trying not to recognize even that this bear ever existed. I don't know what's going on. Or maybe it's moved to Kenya. I don't know. I mean, it's a sad end of story. If you know, what does a performer want? They want to be a star. They want to be remembered forever. Mm -hmm. And then just to have your whole existence wiped out. Just kind of forgotten. What I thought was a comedy was actually a tragedy. Ah. So why did it go extinct? We can't say for sure, but uh, 25 episodes in, and I think we're all almost experts here. <laughs> I'm going to say overhunting thousands of years of capturing them for entertainment, destruction of its natural habitat to make way for farming and livestock, and payback by farmers for impeding on their land and livestock. 
There you go. Like right? We don't even have the good details on those. Like, if you want to know more about that, listen to literally any, any episode. Any episode. Yeah, exactly. Also, um, pretty harsh critic reviews probably would have led to. That'll their, kill anyone. Yeah. Just kill your spirit. Also, they could have been, you know, blacklisted as commies. That'll get you out of there. Show business. Yeah. Um, you could refuse the advances of sexist uh, producers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, really, there's a whole range of stuff that'll get you kicked out of Hollywood. Well, that's about it. I learned a lot about bear performing. Not a whole lot about the Atlas bear. A little bit. I, I learned about Numidia. Which I didn't know was a place. And Sounds like something I need a prescription for. <laughs> it does. It's uh, it was an interesting journey, also pretty disturbing. We laughed, we cried. It's free entertainment. All right. Well, I guess that's it till next week. Thanks for listening, guys. It was a lot of fun. Bye. Bye. Peg Leg Deer Production.